0: Welcome to MVP, we are Sports Illustrated Charlotte Wilder and Jessica Smetana and this
1: is the most valuable podcast brought to you by the most valuable podcasters. Jess, today
0: is a really exciting day here in podcast world. Why is that Charlotte? Because we are wearing these quarter zip sweaters, not to brag, they are cashmere.
1: Mm, they're made with cashmere. Okay, well, that's what the tag says. Semantics. With cashmere. And they are from the Gymnance and Vineyard Vines collection. Okay, are we allowed to say where they're from because we're not actually sponsored by Jim Nance or Vineyard Vines? Uh, I think so
0: because it's wishful thinking.
1: Okay, that's true.
0: In a world where Jim Nance and Vineyard Vines come together and say, "You know what? You girls are our demographic." <laughs>
1: um. Well, th- we both. Well, so our friend from golf, Sean Zock, got these for Shout us out because Sean. we often tweet about how much we want to be wearing Jim Nance's private collection of quarter zips. Mm-hmm. So he was able to secure these for us. Um, I do believe
0: they were sent to the office as a little promo thing because these are both men's medium. Right. <laughs> and they, we're swimming in them. We are.
1: Uh, <laughs> my hands. I could not wear this to golf without rolling up the sleeve no, I, six or seven times. I feel like a little
0: kid wearing my dad's <laughs> sweatshirt. That's exactly how Like I on feel. vacation when I forgot his sweatshirt. I was
1: thinking my dad's birthday is next week. I was thinking um, would be a good regifting opportunity but mm-hmm. I already know what I I'm gonna get him so
0: also it looks too good on you i'm sorry you. i'm not letting you
1: well we i have a blue it's like a I, what would you call this periwinkle I, think I would say it's a it's a
0: mix between periwinkle and um sort of a great no i think it's periwinkle
1: i would say periwinkle, periwinkle. and yours is an oatmeal that's what, colored. I've been,
0: that's what i've been calling it
1: yeah well we're big fans of these quarters <laughs> up so jim nance please sponsor the podcast it's like jim just giving you a big old hug
0: <laughs> in a not creepy way okay okay Moving on, we have a huge thing yes. we need to talk about, Jess. Speaking
1: of um, football announcer People. things, um, back in the day, you guys might recall that um, there was some beef between me and a country singer. Um, By the name, of, you know what? I'll say it. By the name of Carrie Underwood. Don't say the name. Should their, their, their dogs are going to hear <laughs> the name. It's like Pavlov's dog. They're going to come. They're going to... Come at me. Her fans are just fortunately fortunate out looking for reasons to fight. I think. Fortunately, the good thing about a podcast is that when we
0: say her name, it's not like Twitter where she can then search it True. and seek out women who are saying things about her songs and then tell them that they are not supporting women.
1: Right. Well, I'm just going hey, to read. I'm just going to read. I'm just going to read a news headline. This is in TMZ Sports. Let yes. me just read. When when is this from, Jess? What's the date? The date on this is 2019. This was last week. Right. Um. This is the TMZ Sports headline. Carrie Underwood sued, you jacked my Sunday night football song. Three exclamation points. <laughs> it's a really Wait, bad headline. Wait, that's the headline? Carrie Underwood sued, you jacked my Sunday night football song. In quotations? No. that No, none of this oh. is in quotations. It's, just, it's It's not a great headline. Maybe I should have read, read a stronger <laughs> headline. <laughs> no, I
0: mean, that that is where it came from. That was the source.
1: Right. So Carrie Underwood's being sued for... Stealing the song Game On from a woman named Heidi Merrill, who um, wrote the song and presented it to Carrie Underwood's producer, allegedly, in 2017. Which, timeline checks out, because this
0: was for the 2018 season that they switched it up. If you recall, Carrie went from um oh sunday night right. which we loved to game on and you're like whoa why are you yelling I at me i hate that song i still i oh, I, I, did- I should wait am i allowed to say that yeah okay because also if she comes at you again it's like double jeopardy you can't
1: get in trouble on twitter for the same tweet twice that's true i mean we just definitely just really love waiting all day for sunday night so i think now and oh sunday night you You didn't as much i was into it it, i was fine with it i didn't hate it i game on is just not my favorite sunday night football jingle um and it turns out she might have plagiarized it which is Wow. I mean, it's just shocking. It seems like, you know, if you're a woman who supports other women, stealing their song titles is not... It's not very
0: supportive. And a little bit of the song itself. I mean, we listened to it. We're not going to play it because we don't have the budget at all to license this <laughs> song from 2016 from a stranger. But, you know, it's very clear that this is a woman singing Game On pretty aggressively. And I don't know how many people would come to that naturally on their own. Right.
1: Well... So let's, let's not, jump to, not jump to conclusions here. Oh,
0: me? This is all allegedly. Never. Right. But we just thought that was an interesting thing to bring up after uh, our friend got so mad at Jess online publicly for everyone to see. <laughs> and then. Which is something that I know nothing about. Right. So couldn't imagine myself in that situation. Um,
1: I got a lot of text messages last week from friends and family saying, you know, what? But see now, what your girls have what, to. What's going on? Uh, and I was like, oh, I don't know. Uh, it's just that's... I just just a thing that happened. We're not saying she stole the song or anything like that. We're just reading a TMZ story, and that's and all that's it is. That uh, well, and, and we pref- we should say this again. We prefer waiting all day for Sunday night. So if that is the outcome of this, they're not going to use Game On in 2019, and they go back to you know play the hits.
0: I hope they play the hits. I'm worried they're going to come out with a new original. I think they they just tend to switch it up every year. I know, which I don't think they used to do that. Right? This no. is a fairly new phenomenon.
1: No, they they have I, maybe They're, there's been a couple years in a row where they've used the exact same one, but they it seems like they tweak it every. They do well, but right. but for waiting all day, we had Faith Hill, we had and then we had Carrie doing it, and like
0: that that was I feel like the most continuity we've gotten from them. Right, and then since then they've just kind of gone rogue it's,
1: right i nothing will ever beat al michaels singing oh sunday night <laughs> on the air oh.
0: you know what i feel like in these quarter zips right now i feel like we have married the two broadcast announcer groups we care about most where al and chris will wear their quarter zips on a chilly night and jim and T- nance and tony romo but it's jim's quarter zip but
1: but it's al and chris's style yeah yeah So I feel like we've really
0: fused together some of the things that we care deeply about.
1: I think that's a good point. Anyway, we have a very cool show
0: for you today because uh, we're going to hit, we have mostly like three big news items to talk about. Yes. Um, We're going to get kind of in depth on a few of them. So I think it makes most sense, obviously, to start with World Cup dates because besides from baseball, there's not not a whole lot going on and this is a big ass deal because this is
1: the World Cup.
0: The world, the whole world, the whole world. And And this is about as patriotic as I ever feel is when the, when the women are playing, wearing our good
1: old flag colors. (laughs) Okay, So that did not sound natural for you to say. Trust me. It
0: felt like a, like an alien infected, a patriotic alien like came into my brain was like, say this. And then I just like, it was a game of telephone. I I got it kind of wrong. Uh, so, USA <laughs> beat Spain 2-1 to one Yeah, it was on
1: Monday. Spain put up a strong fight. They did. It was a close game.
0: They did. And, uh, you know, everyone's saying, oh, USA didn't play that well. I'm like, we still won.
1: Well, the USA also didn't have very much rest since their last game. They had, like, no. three days rest. Um, when was the last game? Was that on Friday or yeah, Thursday? I think it was Friday. Oh, no. I have no I sense of time. I think it was Thursday. So, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, yes. three days. Correct. I'm correct, I mean. <laughs> correct, Jessica. Um, so, France beat Brazil on Sunday, mm-hmm. um, which was a very good game. It went into overtime. Um,
0: you have been so good. I have to give you credit. You have watched so many of these games. I feel like uh, yes, I've I'm I've watched all the it. U.S. games. I feel like I've been worse about the others, and I feel a little bad about that.
1: So, thank you for carrying I actually the soccer have, torch. Thank you. I actually have a TV, like feed on my work computer i can watch tv on my computer which i found out like two weeks ago so i can watch the fox so sports helpful i know i can watch it on my computer while i'm doing work i have a tv
0: above my computer mm-hmm. but it's so high up that i kind of have to put my neck in a weird situation yeah. so it makes it tough and then i forget to look up yeah
1: you know it's like that hashtag on
0: instagram where it's like hashtag look up so there's
1: no volume I'm like don't tell me what to do right but um so anyways on on sunday brazil and France played and France won in overtime. So they will be playing the United States on Friday. Um, did you see Marta's speech after the game? I did. It was uh, pretty fiery. I have. What did What did she say? There
0: is a quote. She said, this is for the, this is what I ask of the girls. She was basically saying, you know, right. we want this game to continue there are going to be great players like us. And mart is 33 she's been playing professionally since she was like 16 it feels like she's been around forever but you know
1: they need the next probably her last world cup yeah she became the leading goal scorer in the world cup for men and women
0: which is amazing and and she's just saying like this is what we do it for but we can't continue the legacy if you don't yeah if you don't pick it up right and um when she was crying at the end of it and she was like, we, we cry now so we can laugh later. Or there was like something that felt like an inspirational poster that came right. out of that. It was very, I teared up.
1: very well said. Yeah. Um, so congrats to Marta. We'll miss her if this is indeed her last world cup. I know. Um, so the France us game is the quarterfinal on Friday and, and this was kind of what everyone thought was going to happen months ago when the groups were drawn, um, because of the way the, the bracket kind of worked out. Um, it would be really cool if this had been the final because it seems like people right. are really, really interested in this game. This seems um, like it's
0: the it's generating the kind of buzz and apparently the ticket sales that you would hope a final would. So right. hopefully whatever happens, I feel like this, it reminds me of some of the less um, Like when we've talked in the past about how a certain playoffs should have been the World Series as like Astros Red Sox last year should have been the World Series as opposed to Dodger or whatever it is. This is another one of those or even recently as a Stanley Cup. But Mm -hmm. um, either way, I'm thrilled it's happening.
1: Right. So right now on StubHub, the least expensive. This was as of. Tuesday the 25th whatever the date was on Tuesday yeah the 25th mm-hmm. the least expensive ticket on the resale market was $681 that's just to get in the door um, and the, there was a ticket listed at $11,398 and then a number of tickets were on sale in the $2,000 to $3,000 range. What do you think that 11000 000- three
0: where was that like right next to the pitch or is if that you does get, that come with like a golden you know like toilet seat
1: i was gonna say if <laughs> you don't get like a two carat diamond stud earring uh, along with this right. ticket like that's a lot of money for a 90 minute soccer game not that it's not worth it People are probably willing to pay it if they really want to see it. It'd be wild to have that kind of money to spend
0: on an experience. (laughs)
1: Like, oh shit, I forgot. I'm going to be in Paris on Friday. Let's go to the World Cup. All right. Here. (laughs) Wait, Take my $22,000. Me and my wife are going to (laughs) go.
0: Because that's what it is. This isn't plan this isn't for people who already have tickets this is like oh i see that this is available sure uh and we've been looking up tickets to france just you know in the off in the (laughs) off chance that it works
1: (laughs) every day for the last like four months i've been like how expensive is it to fly to paris in june and And it's like three thousand dollars i'm like oh we'll we'll check in uh, check in a couple weeks yeah last friday
0: when we checked we're like what if we just hail mary and show up and it was like three grand to fly through london and we're like okay well
1: I was yes. like, what if we fly to Brussels and take a train? Yeah, and then that was like 2500 <laughs> and we were like, okay. Europe in June, very expensive. Yeah, seems nice,
0: though. Seems uh, very lovely. Nice.
1: Yeah. Um, we should, well, so we'll, we'll say, this is from ESPN. Okay. Um, so the most, a lot of tickets are in the $2,000 to, $2, to $3,000 range, or like the $700, 800 ish for the cheaper seats. Mm-hmm. Um, on Thursday, the quarterfinal between Norway and England there are tickets on sale for thirty three dollars, with the most expensive ticket costing one hundred and seventy dollars. Whoa!
0: Yeah, so U S. is great business for the World Cup, <laughs>
1: right? And I mean, it's France's home stadium. It's in it's in Paris. Right, it's right, at right. Parc right. De or I also
0: think that it really does help that this was the most hyped, whether it happened in the final or whether it happened in the quarterfinal. I feel like most of what I read and heard about as as we were leading up to this World Cup was like U S. A. France showdown, right? Which Megan Rapinoe, for what it's worth, had a fantastic quote about this. She said, um, when asked about what she was expecting or what she thought fans were expecting, she said, um, I hope it's just a total shit show circus. It's going to be totally awesome. I think this is what everybody wants. And there are the
1: biggest games you dream about as a kid. That is so, like, correct. It's spot on. It is what everybody wants. Like we all want to see this game and it's happening. I don't care if it's a quarterfinal, semifinal, final, or getting the game that we want. It's an elimination game and it's going to be fucking awesome. And I think it probably is going to be a shit show circus if people are paying hundreds of dollars just to get in the door of the stadium. I also think that it's going to be,
0: I think that, players are gonna feed off of that energy from the crowd and like i'm expecting some wild things to like i'm and you know watch me say this and then it's the most boring game ever but like i I really do feel like there's so much energy on either side and it means so much that like they're gonna leave everything out there and i i cannot wait i agree
1: what time is this is the game i feel like it's probably noon eastern probably like a prime time game and oh wow friday Hmm. i know what i'm doing. Not going to work. I'm kidding. <laughs> um it's at three PM. Oh, oh, that's later than I would expect. Summer Fridays, baby. <laughs> and also, shameless plug, uh playing a football will be doing a podcast right after yes. that game.
0: Oh nice. There we go. Yeah. Is that uh has that been Lakin and Grant? Yes, sir. Yeah, they've been crushing it. So check out their coverage, um, Lakin Littman, Grant Wall.
1: Grant is in Paris too. Mm-hmm. Doing Lots of soccer things for Foxy and for SI. Yesterday, they didn't Friend have a, of the pod. Yes. Really sweet friend
0: of the pod. Yesterday, uh, they didn't have a game or an afternoon game, and so he took himself out to a nice sushi dinner I saw on Instagram. Oh, I
1: saw that too on Instagram. It looked really great. Yeah. Happy for So great. you had to be pretty crazy to cover an event that lasts that long, like an Olympics or a World Cup. Like You're just there for so long. You we, moved to We joked about being in Atlanta for like 11 days, but- which felt
0: like three months yeah
1: Yeah. so i can only imagine i lived and died and lived (laughs) and died and lived and died you i watched you die and come back to life i resurrected before the super bowl like literally my soul left my body and then came back
0: down to earth (laughs) that car ride to the actual si to the the Party of that. Night. <laughs> I was worried. I was like, just sitting there, being like, Is "She gonna
1: make it?" I had I my know. head down. I was very depressed. Yeah. Um, we also that was the night that we got stuck on scooters. That didn't work. That was oh, that, really okay. sad. In stilettos. Yeah. There were a lot
0: of I, choices yeah. that were made that week. That uh, you know, I think we are all um, happy to have survived them.
1: <laughs> it's just a long time to do work. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and also like. like Try, you work. have to
0: like be cool and fun. Like that's what, the, <laughs> that's what the thing about these events are is like they're amazing and it is an insane privilege to get to go to them and I hope that I'm lucky enough to continue doing that in my career. Um, the interesting thing about it though is like you're doing work and so you're writing stuff, you're doing interviews, you're get like all the stuff you normally do and then you go home and like sit on your couch but then you then you go and have to talk to people. Like socialize,
1: network. Like, and be yeah.
0: a human that other people want to talk to. So I just get very So tough. everyone
1: should feel very <laughs> bad for journalists yeah. is the point. And We, <laughs> no, we know that you like, all care not, so much. That,
0: that's not complaining. It's more of just I like know. the most bizarre sequence of events right. in your life.
1: Like when you're watching the people on Fox do the World Cup, those people are probably like very tired. Oh, they're probably <laughs> so
0: tired. Oh, my God. Um, and shout out to the makeup people who are really good at covering up dark circles because those develop. Uh, All right. So the next thing we have for you this week is um, it's not a sports game per se, but it does involve
1: seats. Oh, and France. Yes.
0: Good. Which is. Thank you. uh, Cam Newton, Panthers quarterback, uh, was trying to fly to France. Right. And he offered someone $1,500 to give him their seat because it had more leg room. It was in business
1: class. And the person said no. <laughs> and someone took a video like creeping, like from a weird, like creepy back row like behind the seat plane right. angle and took a video of this whole interaction. Cam Newton offered this guy $1,500. The guy said no. And then Cam Newton's like massive hulking body had to like walk back to the coach section and he had like a fancy suit and a fancy hat on as cam newton does <laughs> and it was just very it was a very funny visual like you like even seeing a an athlete on a plane <laughs> is weird seeing an athlete dressed to the nines on a plane in is economy. Even, in economy in the economy class that is so funny but also it made me feel bad yeah so there's a few things to the story first of all i feel bad for celebrities or athletes when they're videotaped like without knowing just doing normal daily shit like if cam newton's videotaped like playing pickup with like a bunch of kids in a park, like yeah, he probably thinks, like he probably expects that's gonna happen. Like that's outside of the ordinary experience. But if Cam Newton's, like, grocery shopping or, like, yeah, if he's, walking to a
0: seat on a plane. If he's sort of checking out which avocado seems like it might be ripe, like, just leave the guy alone. Right. You know, and I understand people are like, oh, well, they're they're public figures. It's yeah. Like, yeah, sure. They're public figures. But also, like, you don't have to. It, this isn't the Truman Show. Right. Like, we're not. We don't right. have cameras in bubbles and we're pretend like. And to be fair, like, I would forget. Constantly that anyone might be filming me, even if I knew I were very famous, I would like be choosing this avocado and like picking my nose, and the whole thing would just be like. I think that's the second time I've used that example. Absolutely would do. So like maybe everyone thinks I pick my nose all the time, and maybe I do, but there's no way of knowing because you don't film me all the time. Thank you.
1: For what it's worth, I probably would have whipped out my camera and taken a video of this whole thing too um like re- as recently as last week my friend was in the west village and saw bradley cooper getting ice cream <laughs> oh my <laughs> and, god and t- which
0: one which i mean not which bradley cooper which, uh, which ice cream place um
1: van Loen oh i know great Fresh ice cream Coca-hibs. place oh yeah um, anyways, so Brad, Bradley, well, I'm did, did, she I, did I just dox Bradley Cooper? No, it's, no, you can probably find this online. Um, anyways, Bradley Cooper was in the West Village getting ice cream and she texted our group chat and was like, holy shit, Bradley Cooper is getting ice cream right next to me. And we were like, take a picture, show us. Oh, like, right. Oh my God. And so she did. And she took a picture of Bradley Cooper and he's just staring at her like he, like he caught her taking the That's- picture and probably then felt like really weird about it. And she was like, I don't really care because I just. Right, because she Bradley got Cooper. the picture. Not that. What are you even gonna do with that picture then? You know, have I told like, you? Look, I saw this person. Here's proof. Like that's kind of, I guess, the thought process. But anyways. right? Have I told I you my bad. Haley Joel
0: Osment story about that? No. Oh God, yes. This was awful. I was also, I was also in the West Village, which I guess was where the famous people hang out. I don't know. And I was at brunch and um, this guy, with two friends, and it was a very, very close quarters as Manhattan is wont to be. Oh. I think you did tell yeah. me this story. And Haley Joel Osment sits down with his girlfriend or wife or whoever. And my friend is like, that's Haley Joel Osment. And I was like, no, it's not. And he's looks completely different from the way he used to look, but, you know, it's anyway, we establish. she pulls up a picture, establishes that this is indeed Haley Joel Osmond. and I pretend to text someone, but it's obvious that I'm taking my picture because if you know me at all, I'm not exactly the <laughs> smoothest operator. And as I take the picture, he turns and looks directly no. into the camera lens. I have somewhere a picture of hey. Haley Joel Osmond staring staring like into my soul through my phone. And I want to apologize to you, Haley Joel. Or Haley, I don't know what people call you. H-J-O. Yeah. I want to apologize to you for that because that was probably a really unpleasant experience trying on to a enjoy Saturday his, brunch.
1: Yeah, trying to enjoy his brunch. I felt I like a
0: grade A asshole doing that. But Does I it?
1: did have the picture. Oh, uh, well. And you probably sent it to people and were like, look, I saw Haley Joel Osment. Everyone I know. Yeah. <laughs> I think one of the Sprouse twins has like an Instagram account dedicated to catching people taking pictures of him. Oh, really? Have you seen that? It's probably Dylan. Yeah. <laughs> i meant
0: cole it's probably Cole. Okay. he's on riverdale
1: okay and i love him okay let's move back to cam newton for a second okay yeah so basically the point i here- feel bad that he got videotaped <sighs> Doing this because it looked
0: so funny. <laughs> I also think though, here's my question, and and you had posed this is why why didn't he offer more? Because my feeling is like if you're a right. a citizen flying to France and you were sitting in business class, that seat probably cost around fifteen hundred or it could have cost three grand. It could like it was enough. Right. That Those this, are expensive. And it was enough that this person can clearly afford to drop that amount of money on a business class seat. So someone offering him half of what
1: he paid or she to sit there probably wasn't gonna get the job done. Right. And also, once once you mentally... Okay, we're getting on a flight. This I think this flight was from Dallas to Paris. Oof. So that's probably a 11-hour flight. That's a haul. Give or take. Once you mentally prepare yourself for a flight that long and expect a certain amount of comfort in that flight, like you're a person who booked the business class flight, you spent the extra money, and you know you have this much legroom and this much experience like business and class, this you get, many hours you to get champagne there. you get all the shit and you're like that's part of the mental preparation and getting on this long haul flight mm-hmm. you can't just give that up once you already are in the seat you know like oh i wouldn't
0: i'm trying to i was trying to think how much it would take if someone offered $10, me i was wondering i was wondering if i would do it for five grand Depending on if, so say the, for, let's I, say I, the tickets, <laughs> let's say that let's sort of, cut, let's say the ticket from Dallas to France, business class, you booked it a little bit late, $2,000, but you're rich enough to be able to do that. I don't think 5,000 no. moves the needle. I think 10, y- you can have a conversation.
1: If it's me personally at this point in my life, I think five is pretty generous. 100%. But at the same time, I wouldn't be in that seat in the right. first place. Part of the problem... Unless I got an upgrade, in which case I'm clinging to it for dear life. Yes, that's a a once-in-a-lifetime situation. Absolutely. Part of the problem for Cam was that he was supposed to fly from Charlotte Mm. to France, um, and he missed his flight. I get it. The Charlotte airport. Have you ever been in the Charlotte airport?
0: Yeah, because it's the most confusing place in the world for me, because everyone's yelling my name constantly.
1: (laughs) That place is massive. It's huge. Massive. Also, the airport airport code at Charlotte airport it's let's just CLT say it. it's a weird airport code to it's have but we don't ever. have to talk about that but he missed his flight from Charlotte to France and had to be rebooked through Dallas so there were no business <laughs> class seats left so it's not his i guess maybe i don't know why he missed his first flight but it's not his fault necessarily that he was accidentally on this economy like also like this goes without saying you'll you'll survive Oh, yeah. You'll be fine. He'll be
0: fine. I do understand, though, as a larger (laughs) human, that that was probably uncomfortable. I I think, too, you know, I I do agree with you. He did everything he could to have his seat if he hadn't missed his plane. Right. Also, a uh, quick aside about the Charlotte airport. I was The first time I went there, I was so excited because for my whole life, I've made people who are going to fly through Charlotte bring me back like a pen or a mug. Like Every time my dad flew through Charlotte, he would come back with a mug, and I continued that. Right. So it's really fun, whatever. The first time I went, I was so excited that I had a stranger take a picture of me oh, no. in the like convenient, like the Hudson News where they sell all that stuff. Hey. I was like, do you mind just taking a picture of me in front of this wall of magnets, and I'm wearing a Charlotte shirt, and she was like, sure that's it
1: can we find that picture as well as the haley joel osmond yeah picture?
0: yeah i've got both of those
1: oh man we'll tweet those out <laughs> <laughs> anyways cam newton next time offer this guy like a sideline pass to a panthers game got from an experience that he can't turn down because 1500 dollars it ain't gonna cut it i think in
0: general experiential offerings are very compelling yes because you can get money elsewhere can't put, a,
1: can't put a price tag on an experience it's true or love so maybe he should have offered to date him while we're talking about traveling inconveniences did you see natalie Otanwa's thread about the travel experience that her the indiana fever had on their way back to indiana yep it is a pretty nightmare
0: disheartening that players in the wnba can't eat they don't get charter planes or like what were they sleeping in the sleeping in the back of the bus or like yeah. sc-
1: sprawled out should, like should i just like quickly like go through the thread because i don't know like yeah hold on one second let me pull it up okay so natalia chanma actually a notre dame grad not that that's part of why we're talking about this but i should mention that I've, I've met her she's pretty cool um so they had a game the indiana fever had a game that ended in Seattle at 6:30 p.m. Um, their flight was supposed to depart at 10.30. They had an hour layover in Atlanta, and then they were going to go to Indianapolis, and then they had a game like two days later or a day later. So their plane got delayed till 11.30. They finally got on the plane, and then they had to deplane for mechanical issues, which that in itself is like the most frustrating thing ever when your flight gets delayed for four hours, and then you finally board the plane, and then they make you get off. I just – the levels of – inner rage
0: that come out when those things
1: happen (laughs) once you sit on the plane and like make that seat your home for the next few hours being told you have to get back off and you're not actually leaving. Oh, oh what? My, because, it's the okay. Worst. So like, there's I would the, rather never get on the plane.
0: I agree. Yes. I agree. Cause you sit down, you take the book or the magazine you want out, you put it in the front seat thing. You like have your bags where they need to be, but you have like certain things on your lap cause you're going to need them. Right. And then you have to put it all away like a little pack wrap. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and then there's like a glimmer of hope that you're actually going to leave after waiting for the delay, but then it miserable immediately squashed. So Then they get off the plane. The this is like a whole team. This is like twenty people. Um, they get off the plane at twelve fifty a.m. They board a new plane, so it's now one in the morning. And this is this is not a
0: private chartered.
1: No, this is like a this is economy
0: class, whatever. Yeah.
1: Um. They make it to Atlanta at nine a.m. They're at in Atlanta waiting to get on a flight to Indianapolis. They have an eighteen-person travel party every flight to Indianapolis is already overbooked. So first of all, like, even if they weren't, how are you going to find a plane that's 18 seats empty? Like, that's, I like, I imagine tall trying. <laughs> well, also, oh, they're very literally, tall.
0: Literally, they are tall.
1: Because they play basketball. Um, so they decided to take a bus from Atlanta to Indianapolis, which I have um, driven that route before. That's, like, a solid eight-hour drive. It's a pretty long time to sit on a bus when you should have been home, like, 12 hours ago. And not to mention this was just after they had played a game and have a game the next day at 7 p.m. So now they're busing to Indianapolis. They have to switch drivers because one driver was driving too long and had to get out and stop. Um, Then they had to stop again because there was bus issues. So they had to get off the bus again. Then they had to get on the bus and basically we're all just like, passed out across (laughs) right across rows of seats and then after 22 hours they finally made it back to their home stadium 23 hours before their next game that
0: is such a nightmare and the thing is is this series of events wasn't their fault if flying commercial made the most sense for them but just get a like i'm sorry get them a plane Get the women a goddamn plane. Like, that is such an absurd thing to expect your entire professional sports team to fly on these. What do you call it when you're not flying private? What is it? Just commercial? Mm -hmm. Yeah, commercial. (laughs) There it is. Thank you. To fly commercial in a world. Like, I just. What?
1: Like, this would never, ever happen to an NBA team. Not in a million years. WNBA is owned by the nba correct? yeah there's money here like
0: someone could have paid for this plane that should be in right. the travel situation
1: that just sounds like a living nightmare oh god well 22 hours of travel and, and all you did was go from seattle to indianapolis like if i'm traveling for 22 hours i better fucking end up in <laughs> japan or something at least hong kong
0: yeah that's a that's a day long oh <laughs> i hate i can't even think about it Um, Mm -hmm. Not to
1: mention like they probably missed a whole day of practice or a walkthrough or something like this was 22 hours of completely wasted time. It's also that messes
0: with your sleep schedule, which is
1: important for your diet. Like their whole their lives are
0: based on the how good their bodies feel and that this is a really great way to to take a hit on that front. Um, Another another dysfunctional (laughs) our next item on the docket today is about some real dysfunction Mm. With the Mets. (laughs) Meet Meet. the Mets. Step right up and meet the Mets. So the Mets... I don't even know... The Mets keep out Metsing themselves.
1: Yeah, so this weekend the The, Mets were in Chicago playing the Cubs. Yes, and the Cubs beat them. Well, the Mets won two games of the series. They split the series 2-2. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I only saw the last two. Um,
0: So after the game, the Mets manager mickey calloway was getting dressed and leaving and this news debut reporter tim healy looked at him and said um see you tomorrow and now i think this is where like if someone says see if, if you've just lost and someone says see you tomorrow we don't know the tone right tone seems to matter here a lot
1: because mickey cursed at him well even i mean like it doesn't really matter because he shouldn't have the rea- there was an overreaction regardless of the the tone yes but I guess you could argue that the it was an inappropriate tone and that maybe Mickey Calloway felt justified in then responding to it the way that he did. So regardless of what the reporter said or meant or anything, there was an yes. altercation between Mickey Calloway and the reporter, and then Jason Vargas got involved and threatened the reporter. Um, long story short, they both got fined $10,000 and suspended for like a couple games one game yeah and seems like a kind of a light punishment for threatening a person yeah because according to
0: healy um jason vargas said i'll knock you out right here <laughs> which is so aggressive it's a pretty much there's a hard it's hard to be like well you know maybe he didn't mean it it's like no he meant that he was going to knock you out right there right he even told you when and where <laughs> it was then and there and how right um and so then i mean and and there was, there was an apology or Vargas like issued an apology that was not an apology at all or Calloway issued like there have been just a, it was handled so incredibly poorly. Right. And uh, in the middle of all that, apparently Brody Van Wagenen, which is I think how you say his name, but there are so many different consonants in there that it's tough (laughs) Uh, apparently was texting um, a support staff person (laughs) telling Callaway how to manage the team from
1: home he wasn't even at the game from his couch right what? I mean I can, I can see I can see this not being a story if he was like at the game just sending texts being you know from the from the box or whatever
0: or just sort of
1: like poking his head in like I feel like there's right. a real
0: smoking gun here is that like you can't have a third person that you were texting to deliver the information because like it the old saying goes like you tell one person they're gonna tell one person like this can snowball really quickly
1: it's just funny thinking that like this guy was at his house watching the game with as much information like from the tv as we get <laughs> from the tv telling the manager to make judgment calls based off of the broadcast
0: right and it's something i've heard i've heard a few people say um sort of in front offices that more and more the um directives are coming from the front office to the management or from totally. analytics. An- analytics
1: guys totally give the manager a sheet of what they think should be yes. happen in a game before games these days
0: but that is different from texting during the meeting meeting during the game from your couch, your couch. to some dude who's like in the clubhouse being like "Ah, oh, we gotta get this to mick
1: you know that's like if you were doing a taping of the wilder project uh-huh. and i had a live feed of it from my <laughs> like bedroom and i was just like laying in bed like hey move the camera like a few inches to the right that's so charlotte, charlotte do another take okay brb gotta go to the bathroom real quick you're
0: te- you're like hey uh brady can you relay this news to charlotte
1: <laughs> right it's just so
0: ridiculous and i don't know the the this organization it's also funny because it's the mets that's what i mean right like how can one organization continually i mean i understand how but it's just it is wild that they keep out Metsing themselves
1: yeah you know what uh, what else happened that was really funny with what? the mets um, there was a picture that went viral of Leonardo DiCaprio getting hit in the face with a <gasps> volleyball. Have you seen this? No. Well, he was wearing a Mets hat oh. in the picture, <laughs> and it makes it really funny. <laughs> <laughs> You're kidding me. I'll pull it up. I'll he was sp-
0: playing volleyball. That is such a metaphor. Oh, my God. Okay, so we have All right, the picture. I'm, I'm pulling
1: up the picture. Okay, let me see.
0: Oh, oh, my God. It shows, like, he went to spike the ball, and it hit him in the face. Yeah. You, the, there is no mistaking the timing of that.
1: And it's a Orange lettered hat that's blue. I
0: think that's definitely more embarrassing than being videoed offering a guy fifteen hundred bucks and not getting your business class seat.
1: It actually kinda looks like he kicked it into his own face, doesn't it? Uh
0: yeah. Oh yeah, he definitely he bicycle he was trying to bicycle and you he-
1: <laughs> Leonardo DiCaprio, great actor, <laughs> terrible volleyball player. Met's curse. <laughs>
0: Yeah, maybe since the Drake curse is broken, Leo's the new, mm. we should go back and see what he's worn in the past and if anyone has won since he has worn there. I think, I feel like he's an all New York guy.
1: Uh, He's from LA, so. Well,
0: maybe not. Maybe, he's, I don't know. I have a real issue with, and maybe this is because I'm a kind of sports fan that other people might not be. I wouldn't just because I live somewhere. Like just because I live in New York, I will never in my entire life put a Yankees hat on.
1: Dude, well, yes. First of all, because you're from Boston, that's very maybe, true. Maybe it's different if it no. were a different city. No, but I feel the exact same way. I went. To, I told you I went to the Mets game a few weekends ago. I was like, I'm not gonna wear Mets clothes. I'm gonna wear a completely neutral yes outfit. I wouldn't. I would probably never wear a Knicks jersey. I would probably never wear Mets, Islanders, Rangers, Yankees, Nets. What else am I missing? I would consider. Devils, I don't think I would wear any of these things.
0: I don't think I would either. But Liberty, I think that's also because no. we come from like very like we care a lot about our teams, and New York has always been like mm-hmm. uh, you know like if I were if I were to move to Minnesota, if no, I
1: you wouldn't wear Minnesota, dude. You we, we like, hate I'll, we hate Minnesota. <laughs> I, okay, okay. No let me let me try let me try again. If I were to
0: move to, uh, let's use our friend Arizona. the Diamondbacks. Oh, if we, I were to live there. Yes. And not feel particularly threatened about Arizona, based on No, no, I still can do it. I can't
1: picture myself. I don't think I. I mean, maybe I'm wrong. I can't. I can't think of a time that I wore a sports logo for a thing that wasn't from. Ne- like oh, a team I have that one. I
0: like my Charlotte uh, Hornets. Yeah, but Jersey. that's because it's your name. Exactly, that's kind but of that's different. the only. And it's not
1: because you actually like are a big no. Frank Kaminsky fan or something. No. Um. Also, Celtics might get Kemba Walker. How about that? Ah. Um, I have a story that kind of goes along with this briefly. When I was in college, my best friend slash roommate was from St. Louis, mm-hmm. um, and she came and visited me in Chicago for us for a weekend of the summer. And I was like, "Okay, we're gonna go to a Cubs game." And She was like, "Great!" She's a huge Cardinals fan. Her family has Cardinals tickets. They're just bleed Cardinals <laughs> colors. Mm-hmm. Because the Cardinals colors are red and so is oxidized blood. (laughs) Anyways, so she came to Chicago and I was like, you can wear my Ryan Sandberg jersey and I'll wear my Cubs tank top. And she was like, great. And she just put it on because she was like, okay, I'm going to Cubs game. Want to dress the part, be a good friend, whatever. So we're at the game. Uh, Cole Hamels is pitching a (laughs) no-hitter against the Cubs, ironically. (laughs) That's not part of the story. Uh, It's like the fourth inning. And my friend goes, like, says her name he was like i can't believe jessica got you to wear a cubs jersey you're from st louis like that's and that's you know crazy and she goes yeah but if jess came to st louis she would do the same for me and i looked at her and i was like no i wouldn't and she was like what and i was like i wouldn't wear a cardinals jersey in st louis are you crazy she was like well uh, like what? Did did this turn into a whole thing? There was like an inning of tension <laughs> where she was like, Why am I wearing this stupid fucking pinstripe jersey? And I was kinda like, Well, you didn't I didn't make you do it. You right. want like
0: No, I yeah. like the thought of if you if my best friend from New York were like, Hey, come to a Yankees game, I would be like, Uh, okay, I'm showing up in my Red Sox stuff. And they'd be like, They're playing the Orioles, and I'd be like, your point. Although I don't know that I, I don't know that I would go so far as to wear my team if they're not playing that team. But right. I would go super neutral, right? And there's no way I will ever. Oh my god, the thought of putting a Yankees hat on makes me want to throw up. Right. Like I feel
1: physically sick. I actually about have that. a really cute Yankees hat that someone gave me once that I'm never gonna ever wear. I mean, the thing that sucks about Yankees hats is they are cool. They, they look are cool. great. Everyone has them. But no, thank you. You can go to any city in in the world and see Yankees hats. When I was in South Africa. Yeah. I saw so many Yankees hats. Really? I went to a nail salon in uh-huh. Cape Town uh-huh. where there were. it was Soho Manhattan themed. <laughs> it was called Soho Nail Salon. Hey, you
0: didn't even have to leave here. I know.
1: And um, the prices were not as expensive as actual Soho. But imagine. the entire wall of the nail salon was just Yankees hats, like decorating the walls. It was all New York themed. I was That's like, we're in literally South Africa. And I, and I would see people with Yankees hats and... I, the you know curious person to me would be like i like your hat like right. where did you get that and they'd be like oh like i don't know just fa- i think it's cool and i'm like do you ever watch baseball and yeah. they're like no <laughs> it's just a cool it's hat an iconic it franchise yeah. it really
0: is like as much as i hate them that they're it's because they're worthy of being hated right. like you're not going to hate someone who's not worth it um <laughs> that goes that could go down a whole bunch of different roads um But anyway, the Mets have met themselves, and... (laughs) Sounds like kind of... It does, a little bit. Raunchy? It does. Sounds a little... We're a raunch podcast now. (laughs) Um, The last thing we have to talk about is NBA awards, because um,
1: we're very proud of our large adult Greek son.
0: Our large adult Greek son, Giannis, won MVP. His speech was beautiful. It was about how much his mother has sacrificed. I teared up. Granted, I'd had... Maybe a bottle of wine. Summer
1: 2019.
0: Listen, it's very real. Um, and I came back and I was watching it and I was like, he just. everybody so much he He, loves his mom he loves his mom and they tried to hoard and it was a dream and here he is he's doing it and then i was like i should probably go to bed but first (laughs) ate a bunch of chocolate covered pretzels (laughs) anyway um he looked great jess can you tell can you tell our listeners if they haven't seen what he was wearing
1: he wore a three-piece suit that was like a dark blue checker pattern with no tie and had a black like button-up dress shirt under it and it was a very much clashed but he rocked it. It's a tough look and he pulled yeah, it off. He pulled it off. Can
0: I tell you a, a take I have about shirts? Oh, okay. Not crazy about um black button downs under dark colored suits.
1: Oh, a hundred percent. I
0: prefer the contrast. So if it's yes. a white suit and it's a black shirt, fine. White but suits like, though, like well Actually, Zion at the draft. We haven't Mm. talked about the draft, which I went to, which was I followed around one of the international players, Sekou Dumbuya, who was drafted by the Pistons. Lovely guy. Wish him all the best, which is why it was cool. So many of the... I think
1: all the awards were European players. Yeah, they were. They were all foreign. Big night for Europe. Also, the Raptors won the finals, so America... We haven't I been mean, doing much lately. We gotta
0: step it up over here in the basketball arena. Yeah, uh, Pascal Siakam won Most Improved, and he was... I just loved that he went on Sports Center after they won with the Cameroonian flag draped around him and his champagne goggles on. Aww. It was an incredible look. That's he looked amazing. a little bit like Spaceman Spiff. Do you ever read Calvin and Hobbes? No. He was like this, the, Calv- the Spaceman that...
1: That's a reference that I didn't understand that you made, and I think that that might be... I think it might be because it was a, a first yeah because it was
0: like a silly little comic book in the 90s Aww, it's my it wheelhouse very cute yeah you um, love it
1: after Giannis won the Rockets tweeted that they disagree <laughs> with the fact that he won and that James Harden should have won because you know James Harden he, he had a obviously James Harden had an incredible season he I think he's the first player to average 35 points and seven rebounds or something like that like he had a you, you know right MVP caliber season, but you can't win it every year. Like this guy, like Giannis, did a had a he's well deserving of it, and I just think the Rockets, between that tweet and the forty page document that they sent to the NBA front office about the uh, referees not calling all of these specific plays against, and basically making the rockets lose and not win a championship. Like that you need to pick things to whine about. You cannot complain about everything and be the constant whiny like we're the underdogs, everyone has the cards stacked against us team. Totally. Like you have to just pick pick one thing. If your thing is the is being prejudiced against in your Calls and games because you're the Rockets. Like that's your thing. You can't then also be like, I mean, James Harden should be the MVP. It's a kind of, I totally agree Pick with you, one. Jess. It's the kind of thing where the minute you
0: start whining about everyone and saying that everything is someone else's fault or yes. everything is unfair, no one's gonna believe that anything's unfair. Right. And you're gonna look like a bunch of whiny babies. It's whiny. And also everyone loves Giannis. Also, Giannis did something incredible with the team that like People weren't expecting to be as like they were. They were phenomenal. A new, a new coach, and he right. put the team. He didn't put the team on his back, but he was a leader. He was. He played incredible basketball. He was inspiring, like on and off the court. And the Rockets have just had all their guys not talking to each other for the past <laughs> two months because they hate each other, and now they're pretending not to hate each other. Right.
1: It's like you know, I don't,
0: right. I don't see that.
1: But uh, like, if you want to come after anyone. Don't come after Giannis. He's a good boy. He's so he lovely. just wants to drink smoothies and play basketball <laughs> and talk to his mom. <laughs> That's really relatable. Uh, Ask after- to play basketball. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs>
0: this has been a real travel uh, themed episode because after Luka Doncic. Won yes. what did he Rookie win? of the year. He won rookie of the year and um, our large Slovenian son that we are so deeply proud of. Slovakia. <laughs> Slovakia. F- Sorry, Slovenian. <laughs> I feel I feel so proud of all these Eastern Europeans because we are both them. Apparently, I'm to like 10 percent Eastern European. I think I'm half, so we'll okay. take it. um But he w- tweeted that he had never had as bad an experience with an airline before as he had with Lufthansa, mm. more like Ufthansa. <laughs>
1: oh god oh you did not just do that here's the thing can we cut that
0: (laughs) no leave that in that's my best work leave that in Brendan. um we when you are that prominent and you start tweeting at airlines yeah on the one hand i get it on the other hand it's the funniest thing in the world.
1: Right. I've I've always wanted to be that guy who shamelessly tweets at Delta whenever my flight's canceled. And in earnest. Like, there's right. earnest anger there where you're like, oh, I can't. Like, the nerve. I, right. I need to speak to a manager. Like, we've all been dicked over by airlines <laughs> a thousand times. Like, I've had horrible airline experience. My uh, American Airlines broke my mother's wheelchair once. Yeah. And we were in New York with a fucking broken wheel. Like, that's... It doesn't get worse. Uh, right. Like, what the fuck? So, I get it. I get the, like the impulse to tweet out your frustration and hate. But man, that is a look, but it you, is, gotta you know, got to know, you got to commit.
0: That's what you, exactly. That's <laughs> one of did. those things where like, when you, you make a decision, you're like, you know what? We're doing this. And then you just go for it. In this case, I'm not sure Luca knew that it was a decision or really? a look. I think he probably just was like, I'm so mad and like fired off the tweet. This is pure Kajai. I have not spoken to Luca about Let's his to tweet. tweet. It
1: says, never been treated so poorly before by an airline booked business travel for me and my family and at lufthansa i love saying that word lufthansa will not honor our tickets we've been reassigned to economy class e- economy again <laughs> no idea why and they gave us back only the 20% of our money from the business ticket and then like a face palm emoji thank you <laughs> <laughs> the face palm
0: emoji with oh god it's also so detailed like he told us exactly what happened yeah Which, you know, I'm sure someone reached out. I'm sure he has free flights for life now. Life hack.
1: Just DM the airline. Yes. Because their response is always DM us. And if they see that you're verified and that you're Luka Doncic, they will respond to it. And then you don't have to put the, like, very awkward... Like the Shaming. poor social media people who have to right, deal with I this. I feel bad for them. I
0: ache for. I hope they are paid so much money. They're not. Oh, I know. I it's could, I could garbage bet my
1: life the fact <laughs> that they're all very underpaid. Uh, should we do some unprotected segs? Let's do
0: it. All right. We have some personal news, which is that last <laughs> week we went sailing. We did. Well, you did. I, I did. went motor boating. Is that- <laughs> Is that not No, you did. You were on a motorboat. <laughs> <laughs> you were on a motorboat. Hey. We uh, so for the Wilder Project season three, um we one of the features that we have coming up, um, there's a thing, a new sailing league called Sail G P and it's basically America's Cup boats but on steroids. Do we know there- what G P stands for? Uh, that's go something ahead. I should know. Uh and these boats can go like 30, 40, 50. Sometimes they get up to like 55 miles an hour, which (sighs) on a sailboat is crazy. And they start, they basically hover over the water. And um, I got to sail on one, which was extremely cool. And um, Jess was on the... (laughs)
1: the chase boat yeah, yeah yeah yeah
0: how did you feel about about that because for me obviously you know everybody knows i'm a sailor she like our, our chris hogan played the crossing mine right. would be i taught sailing right so mine that's, is that my
1: last name means sour cream exactly um i I'm very glad. So, okay. We should just start from the the beginning, which is that Charlotte had to do a safety briefing to go on this (laughs) F-50 and they gave her a whole wetsuit with (laughs) knives in it in case they capsized and she needed to cut herself out of the netting of the sails, um, which I thought was a little extreme. And then they gave her a helmet and all this shit. And I was like, okay, thank God I'm not going on that boat. I'm I'm not afraid of boats, but I'm not like a... boat enthusiast I'm neutral about boats like they're fun Um, but anyways I went on the little chase boat and the guy was chasing the little sailboat big ass sailboat Mm -hmm. that Charlotte was on and at points this was in the Hudson River where there are ferries other sailboats there was a helicopter hovering like probably it, 20 it, feet above, above. Like, not it was, to interrupt
0: you it felt like armageddon
1: it did, it was terrifying and it was a very choppy stormy day and it was gray it the was, whole th- i really yes. felt like
0: we were on the movie set of where everything's Same. about to blow up oh
1: my god it was it was so cool exhilarating <laughs> but um i thought i was gonna fall off the boat like multiple times we had a cameraman on there jim who was had both of his hands on his camera so he wasn't like holding himself into the boat oh and god. at one point we hit, a, hit a, a wave and i saw him like fly <laughs> to one side and we're just on like a Little motorboat. It's not right. like there's any railings to stop people from falling overboard. Well, I was like, oh my God, this on, is where it
0: ends. on the sailboat. I took a face full of Hudson River water to just it was, and there's footage of it because we had a GoPro on my face at a really flattering ankle the mm-hmm. entire time. So you guys have that to look forward to. But afterwards, I I was like, Yeah, you know, I took some water to the face. And one of our <laughs> producers was like, Oh yeah, that happened to me once. I got a bunch of styes on my eye, and I was like, What? So I went to... There's a Rite Aid in our building at work. So I went, bought three different kinds of face wash, washed my face for like 30 times, and then I went home and showered. And so far, so good.
1: I don't see any styes
0: on your face. No, thank you. Me neither. I think I'm doing... I think I'm doing all right, but... (laughs) That was it. telling an anxious, telling someone who can really fixate on something that mm. they're about to have something be physically wrong with them is a really great way to just spiral. send me for a spiral.
1: Yeah, it was fun though. I'm excited to see the video. It was me a, too. it was a dream come S- true for I've, me. Yeah, sailing- I mean, I've
0: wanted to go on one of those fast boats forever. Yeah, um, it
1: looked very scary and fun.
0: I was just, you know, what's something very strange is like I like am an anxious person, but when it comes to physically dangerous things, I'm just like I have no fear. It's like something right. got messed up in my. Brain. Brain and put all the fear onto the existential stuff and, like, not the physical <laughs> stuff. As
1: your producer, I was afraid that you had two knives strapped to your chest. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, no,
0: that's probably... I don't know sh- who
1: thought that was a good idea, but... And I kept, like, yeah, whooping, pulling them out. Yeah, pulling them out.
0: But, you In know, it's US. not every day you get a knife attached to you, so... Two
1: knives. Uh, are we canceling anything this week, Jess? Um, yeah, we're going to cancel 12-year-old boys telling <laughs> WNBA players that their sport sucks because <laughs> it just... It's just uh, can we just not anymore
0: i couldn't agree more uh liz cambage who plays for the las vegas aces um posted on her instagram story that d- do you
1: have the exact wording yes. of what she okay said? let me let me read this to you yeah. so this person i don't know if this is like a a boy or a man a a male person a dude yeah Oh, you know what? Someone told me would be a good segment idea. What? Angry Mail. but it's like angry M A L E male instead of like angry mail, like, oh. like post office mail. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, That's
1: this good. is just an out loud brainstorm. Anyways, yeah. um, we're just gonna cancel this though. But it's also <laughs> slash angry male. Um, this guy DM'd her on Instagram and said, "When are you gonna get it through your thick skull?" That Was double- thick all capitalized? Yes. yes. When are you going to get it through your thick skull that WNBA players don't make a lot of money because the WNBA doesn't bring in a lot of money because no one wants to watch layups and airballs for two hours. It's just a worse version of the NBA. So she went to his Instagram, found a picture of him playing basketball, and this person looks like underage, so I don't know if like how... Right. Is there a level of doxing I here? I don't know. I mean, sh- it's all over the internet, so we're not the one.
0: Oh, dude. no, 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 we're, no. no. We're just, I don't mean us. Right. I mean, for her, for, right. she's 27. But this guy's thing
1: was probably public. If it's public, it's public. Right. Um, and she posted a pic- like this picture of him playing basketball <laughs> and put, why is it always little boys whose balls haven't <laughs> even dropped yet trying to talk shit about the WNBA? And I know for sure I've dunked at the ball more times than you will your whole life, boo-boo, XX.
0: The, my, oh, my God. So... I've said before, I think calling someone the wrong name is like a great way to flame them. I also think like signing off with Boo Boo XX <laughs> is my new. Like, next time someone comes at me online, I'm going to be like, oh, like roast them and then be like, boo boo XX. <laughs> boo <Boo-boo>
1: boo <laughs> XX.
0: <laughs> I uh, love that. That's really
1: funny. But, anyways, I'm sorry. The argument that the WNBA sucks and is stupid is tired like let's move on it's the same so thing tired. with the u.s women's it's national so team. So tired. Like maybe
0: let's put some marketing and money behind this and then let it blow the f
1: <laughs>
0: up <laughs> just a thought uh so no ask a youth this week but we do have an ask a bostonian i believe
1: uh yeah i think you're the expert on this well let's
0: give it a shot as what's up a- as the
1: expert on tom brady's instagram page oh
0: yeah 100
1: how come some of his instagram posts have pictures of him where he looks like he's had work done like plastic surgery yeah this is something i have
0: (laughs) glad you brought this up it's something i have spent a fair amount of time thinking about i remember a few years ago there was a tabloid photo of tom getting out of an um i almost said an excel but i mean um a What's a big car? Uh, the big black SUV. What is that called? Escalade? Escalade. Not an Excel spreadsheet. <laughs> there was a picture of Tom Brady getting out of an Escalade. And the headline was like at a surgeon's office or like at mm. the a prominent plastic surgeon's place or like oh. somewhere Giselle has been rumored to go maybe. So that's when I first became aware of it. And since then, you've seen his face sort of, you know, I don't know what's going on. I don't want to speculate. It's really just this one.
1: Fo- like here. Maybe it's the photo? Photoshop.
0: The, oh yeah no i have there's a picture where it looks like he's had some serious injectables in his cheeks
1: brandon do you see this photo
0: like have you seen this do you uh no but he definitely looks like he's had some work done it's in that weird. photo He maybe it's just a lot of microdermabrasion i don't know he's got he looks normal in this picture yeah that's why i that's why i, I feel like maybe it was a photoshop thing because it's with a brand partner so maybe they sent him the picture to post Mm. and they doctored it up. Mm. But I also wouldn't be surprised. I mean, you know, Brady's all into alternative Mm. massage stuff. Maybe he's into alternative face stuff.
1: Well, he's not going to put any, like, unnatural substance in his skin.
0: Mm. Yeah. Mm. (laughs) Jim, <laughs> i don't know we uh, shouldn't i'm speculate. Sorry. We, right we we're not speculating also like whatever
1: you want to do to your face fine of it's course, your business of course but i
0: i did notice that there was a little something there was going a
1: conversation on. about this going on yes on the interwebs the internet was talking the internet was talking and we were streets listening were and i thought that you would be the person Thank you to bring this up too. I appreciate that. I'm sorry I don't have a more conclusive thing. I do but I do want to
0: know I want you to know that I have I'm on the case.
1: As much as I dislike Tom Brady for his performance on the football field, mm. I would not dislike him for any th- changes to his appearance that he would like to make. Yes. I will say it is weird he doesn't eat nightshades.
0: Well, I mean, especially as a pro eggplant eggplant. <laughs> as a pro Aubergine. eggplant. <laughs> on oh Here's a thing we have to talk about with eggplant real quick. Eggplant in any other language is beautiful. Aubergine uh, in Spanish, uh, I believe. Hold on. Eggplant in (laughs) Spanish. Uh, Berehenia. Like, it's a pretty word. And we got
1: stuck with eggplant. It doesn't look like an egg at all. It's just,
0: that's an ugly word. Eggplant. Yeah,
1: you're right. Like, I think that's why so many people don't like it. This is what happens when you have a podcast that is a lot of football focused things come on but then it's june you just talk about other words for eggplant well, towards the end of it yeah it's
0: a huge and you're right issue i just i just don't know at this our is wedding the place we're to gonna <laughs> have it we're gonna write aubergine on the menu It's a call back eggplant. from last week yeah Patriot of the week. This week we have two and it is a coincidence they are both from Boston. This is mm. not this was not a mastermind by me. Just you do the first one, I'll do the second one.
1: Um so a writer from the Athletic wrote a story about how Brad Stevens <laughs> looks like Mayor Pete who is the mayor of South Bend. Pete Buttigieg. Yes, who's running for president. And um I think I think Brad Stevens is our Patriot of the week because he looks like Mayor Pete. I who was
0: running as a true patriot to lead our country. He was
1: also in Afghanistan. He served in Afghanistan. Yeah. So, so Brad Stevens. Congrats. Old, but I thought that this excerpt from the story was funny. Let's so read it. Let me just read it. <laughs> the the tweet the tweet
0: that led up to it was pretty good too. It was like Brad Stevens has the White House of NBA jobs and I was like,
1: does he? I feel like if anyone
0: has that it's Steve Kerr. But well, or not, How can you even make the
1: comparison? I know, like, it's the whole what, thing.
0: The fact that there was an article written because two guys look alike is beautiful, and I'm here for it. And read the. Okay,
1: this is a quote from the article that I just really enjoyed. <laughs> they have deep eye sockets, nearly matching lip curvature, strong chins. Buttigieg let his hair go a little over the past few years, but when he was a Navy reservist serving in Afghanistan five years ago, he wore his hair tight in a crew cut, like Steven still does today. I, I can't decide if my
0: favorite part is is deep eye sockets or lip curvature, but I think it's lip curvature.
1: Yeah, I mean, they do look very similar, but...
0: They do, and it's an accurate description. The chins, we've discussed this. Those chins are strong.
1: They are strong (laughs) chins. I will give them that. (laughs) Strong, quite strong chins. Uh, Our
0: other Patriot of the Week is uh, the Red Sox old manager, uh, John Farrell, because apparently he's now just a lobsterman in Cape Cod
1: which is your dream life honestly to leave sports and go
0: become a lobsterman is like that's when i'm having a bad day or when i'm what it all feels like a lot i just i'm like you know what maybe it's time maybe it's time to go (laughs) get the boat get some traps sink them and just like go haul lobsters all day and not look at the internet so shout out to john farrell for living my dream
1: (laughs) brad stevens and john farrell yeah patriots of the week
0: all right. So we got one more seg for you today, which is, of course, the official unofficial Mike Trout fan club. Yes. Because Here we go. Because Mike Trout was
1: mic'd up. Was he? Mike Trout was Mike Trouted up. Mike with like a M-I-K-E-D up. Mm-hmm. Miked up.
0: Miked up. Mikey Muscles was miked up. Okay. Uh, Wait. Did, are, did we decide not to call him that?
1: Mikey Muscles? Yeah. Should
0: I not call him Mikey Muscles?
1: Wait, why? Because
0: MLB tweeted out that he was Mikey Muscles with his muscles and we we're like, he's more than just his muscles.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, the Mike Trout fan club isn't about Mike Trout's athletic ability. We've talked about this. Exactly. Yeah. Like it's this so is, not is it disrespectful
0: purp- of me to call him Mikey Muscles. I just think it rolls off the tongue. I don't
1: think it's disrespectful. I think that it doesn't further our purpose here. OK, no, at the, I, I think calling I him you Mikey meteorologist Mike <laughs> there would be go. more apropos. Me- can, can, how about meaty Mike? no not them- with no not not with an me i know i know i know what you're getting at you want like meaty i like, did, well no i medi, just like, med- i need like a meteor a, yeah like meteorologist i understand that i do mic think no that doesn't that doesn't <laughs> think about how it sounds what you're saying yeah
0: you're right doesn't really work. who do you
1: think you are <laughs> i am <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right all right all right we'll come back to this we, we're we gonna have some time this summer to think about what to call mike trout um so he was mic'd up he was did you watch any of his mic up no. no did you
1: <laughs> i thought about lying <laughs> i would have seen straight through well i would have said
0: yeah and you would have looked at me and go no you didn't i'd be like no i didn't so i just cut out the middleman
1: well he posted a tweet a good tweet what was it there's only one Albert Pujols. What a privilege it's been these past three days in St. Louis. Hashtag the machine. Oh. All caps. Okay. So he's friends with Albert Pujols. He posted another one.
0: Oh, where's he going?
1: It's a retweet. What is Actually, it? Actually, wait. No, it's a not a retweet. It's a ad. Okay. About. Oh, no. I don't know if it's an ad or not, but it's about baseball cards. And then he posted another tweet. This is a lot of tweeting for him this week. Seriously anaheim airplane 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 (laughs) airplane, two exclamation marks
0: just the amount of joy i get when you read these tweets and then you look at me and i know it's going to be an airplane one it's like christmas there was also one from
1: last week that i should mention st louis airplane 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 airplane, four airplanes three exclamation marks i love how he changes it up honestly i feel like when we started this we were like mike we need
0: more from you and now i'm like just play the hits play the hits i'm like anaheim airplane 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 That's what I'm going to walk down my wedding aisle to one day.
1: Me reading my (laughs) dad's tweets about the locations that he's flying to for his contractual obligation of playing for the Angels. Yes.
0: And my husband will be like, when they're like, does anyone have any objections? My husband will be like, yes, I myself object. (laughs) (laughs) I'm out. (laughs) And then I'm the husband. Yes.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We're. Again, with the callback. Okay okay well next week is the 4th of july charlotte and mm-hmm. so we're is not ever we're not taping an episode we will be on the mmqb bad football movies podcast this week it comes out this friday so if you're listening to this thursday it comes out tomorrow um the week before the fourth, so if you're looking for a podcast to listen to the week of the fourth, you should listen to us talk about the film Rudy because I have never seen it. It is Jess's favorite
0: movie. It's about Notre Dame. I'm well, about. It's about Rudy. It's about Rudy. It's at takes place at Notre, Notre Dame. Notre Dame's a character in the film. I am. <laughs> <laughs> I, <laughs> I am about to figure out what the gif of that guy clapping fortune yeah is. So I'm really to on the inside. We're
1: going to the inside outside. We're going to. Oh Stop on the run. We're going to go on the run. <laughs> We're going to go, go, go. We're not going
0: to stop until we get on that goal line. There's going to be a lot of that. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so if you want, you if you want another dose of us next week, save this one on Friday for next week, but yeah. download it so that our numbers right. look good.
1: Also, yeah. Subscribe to the MMQB. Yes. Yeah. And also us. And tell all your friends to subscribe to us and tweet at us it'd be great if you
0: would do that also a little patriot of the week for next week in advance I think it's the US happy birthday (laughs) 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 and uh, on that note Jess let's eat this week